0: Don't buy beer from gas stations. It's like buying sushi
1: from gas stations. If your body can handle it, <laughs> it'll make you sick. 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 Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing. I'm, I'm. No, I'm doing the thing. Oh, I'm fine. doing. I'm doing the can. I know. The- <laughs>
0: Welcome back, Believers, the Don't Stop Believing podcast. That's Michael. I'm Chris. Thanks for tuning in to episode nine of season one. Wow. Here we are. We're here. We're here.
1: Can you for you believe it? Can you beer leave it? I can believe it. Well, I can st- believe it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't. If you can
0: believe it, why stop? <laughs> that way we have it. That-
1: <laughs> that way you have it
0: Well thanks everybody for, for tuning into the episode we got a good one planned Hope you enjoyed last week's episode If you haven't had a chance to uh, watch or listen to that yet Be sure to go check out that We'll pop a link up here for you guys Or I don't even know where I'm going to put it We'll pop a link up somewhere on the screen For you to go check out that episode I'm holding it <laughs> But this week we are going to be talking a bit about pairing mm-hmm. with beer You know uh, food, food and beer parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We mentioned this last week a little bit. when We talked about cooking with beer, but this is obviously a little bit different. I'm um, not going to actually have the beer in the food, but I guess you could and still pair it. But yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. More so just, you know, what are you going to drink a beer with? What are you going to drink certain styles yeah. with? Um, and how does one go about finding a beer to pair with their food? Right. Yeah. But as we always do, Mike, let's talk about the challenge of last week. Okay. Which was for homebrewers. Mm-hmm. Go out and you know maybe start and uh, a St. Patrick's Day beer for St. Patrick's Day. You have just enough time to do that, per Mike's uh, expert knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not a home brewer, go find an Irish beer. You know, go get something that's not Guinness and yes. uh, yeah, Enjoy and drink it. it. Enjoy it. Well, I guess write it down your shopping list. Right. Got (laughs) it, percent.
1: No, so um, I actually had a lot of fun with this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you guys remember, I I am brewing or brewed a uh, an Irish red, and the the recipe was interesting. I brewed a similar one last year, which came out perfectly great, but undercarbonated, and because I just didn't know how to use my my new keg system. Uh, But I got some new uh, 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 O rings to help like keep all the gas inside and make sure that everything is nice and pressurized. So we're excited for this year, but this year I did it a little differently. I focused a lot more on the, um, uh, the German, uh, amber, uh, grains. And we're also going to be playing a little bit with not just an all grain brew. Um, so I have been moved on, I have moved on to all grain brewing, um, because my brother got me a 15 gallon stock pot, which is like this big. Yeah, it's um, huge. yeah, it is huge. it's huge. Um, but for a smaller batch like this, where also it's colder outside, I actually did this one on my stovetop, so I used my my, my smaller five-gallon stock pot. And because of that, I wanted to do a um, a partial mash, which is going to be using not only the whole grains to steep, but also um, some of the extracts to just get the sugars in there without having to use all the grains. Um, so this was my first partial mash in a couple years now. And it, was, it was really nice to be inside again and having to use the extracts. Um, and to play, to play around with uh, my very old and awful stovetop. Um, so, yeah, um, but it was, it was it was fun to be hey, back. Whatever works, man, right? Like, exactly. You ma- we make it work, right, homebrewers? Um, but it was a lot of fun. Right, homebrewers. Right. Elbows. <laughs> no, it, but it was fun to be back in the saddle because I hadn't homebrewed since, you know, the... F- the fall. Yeah, the fall mm-hmm. for my brother's wedding. Okay. So um, it was nice to be back there. And uh, if you guys are interested, I'll, I'll, I'll post my recipe down below. Um, give me your thoughts. Um, and uh, let me know if you are weirded out by one component, which I'm sure you will be, because uh, this has achieved its color by using beets. So, um, <laughs> yes. Don't you just love that? Yeah, it's the great. The Dwight Schrute beer. Yes. Well, it's, you know, Bears beets. Battlestar Galactica. But
0: Bears does not beat beer. That's the important thing to remember. Say that five times
1: fast. Bears will not be beer. Bears do. Wait. Bears dude, do not be beer. I can't. I can't even think about it. Well, you said it the one time. It was impressive. Did I? Bears <laughs> do not be beer. Bears do
0: not be beers. Wow. Wait, bears do not be beers. Yeah. Bears do not be beers.
1: Bears do not be beers.
0: <gasps> I did it. Try it yourself. Send us a video. <laughs> this is the challenge for this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let us know what you guys uh, are going to be making for St. Patrick's Day, what kind of recipe you were able to right up and, and concoct and mm-hmm. whether you've gone out and got your supplies yet mm-hmm. um and then if you've decided not to make a beer that's fine what irish beer are you going to be drinking on saint patrick's day and where will you be drinking it let us know maybe we'll come hang out with you
1: yeah there who you knows go. we don't have plans yet i well do, do we are they in the works <laughs> yeah so last year we were at guinness mm-hmm. which is the place to be yes. for saint patrick's it's great and i am leaning towards that way again yeah. But we'll see if we get our tickets in time um but yeah yeah let us know we'd love to to hear about it so going into this week's
0: topic here mike beer pairing with food oh boy what
1: do we need to know what a loaded topic so last year oh last year last week we were talking about um how to cook with beer mm-hmm. and this should open up a lot of questions and or realizations with what you should be pairing your food with in um, in terms of beer, or you know, it, maybe think of the inverse: what you should be pairing your your beer with. So, if you go to the liquor store before you go to the grocery store for dinner that night, and you realize, oh, I just got myself like uh, this IPA, this double dry hopped uh, IPA. Shoot, like I should make something that kind of tailors to this now. You know, how are you going to develop a, a menu like that? So, um, for, those of you, for those of you who don't know, Cicerone training a huge chunk of that is pairing food and beer. And so we learn a lot about, um, in our studies, how to accentuate both just the beer, not only the beer, but the food. And that's the whole point about beer and food pairing, is to accommodate both the beer and the food. Mm-hmm. And to do so, you either um, you know riff on the flavors and have them kind of talk to each other, enhance the parts that you want, um, so, uh, say for, for your first course, you have a salad, right? Um, so you have like a little bit of arugula, maybe you have some, like a citrus uh, vinaigrette, maybe some oranges on top. That's a, the traditional salad, right? You've mm-hmm. had that before. Sure. Um, maybe you pair that with an actually a citrus IPA mm-hmm. because the, the bitterness of the arugula kind of complements the hot bitterness, mm-hmm. the brightness of the, um, the, uh, citrus in the. In the oranges, might bring out the brightness of the citrus in the IPA. Very good pairing. That is a uh, kind of a riff where they're they're, they're pushing up certain components, um, and they're complementing them as well. But there's also a way to contrast in a very productive way. Um, let's say uh, because some of the, th- the things you're doing with alcohol, some of the things you're doing with beer is to maybe kind of cut the the, the things you're doing in the food because alcohol cuts you know sweetness, um, it cuts fat. Carbonation cuts fat, cuts you know, the, 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 the heavier mouthfeels. So trying to figure out those things in each of the food and the beer and having them come together to either uh, complement or contrast is a lot of fun to do um, and a lot of um, interesting things can come out of it. Uh, one of my favorite ones is so you can, you can do either those things or you can have the, the beer and the food come together and create something that doesn't even exist in the in the in the in the in either dish um, so and I think I've talked about this before but uh, one of them I had was a peanut butter stout with a raspberry chocolate cake mm. and so you're like okay that obviously makes sense you have a, a chocolate cake and a stout you just got to do two deep things but um, the the beer helps cut Cut, cut away some of that, the sugar, cut away some of that heavier, dense feeling. So honestly, it's not super, um, I mean, it is kind of um, dense, but it, it's not super uh, coating and it's not super heavy. Um, but the flavors you don't think about is the raspberry and the peanut butter part come together to create also like a peanut butter jelly on top. Mm. It's something that I don't necessarily look for when I'm having, you know, chocolate cake and uh, a stout, but all of a sudden it comes out and you're like, wait a second, this, this I'm experiencing this on a completely different level now because it's like having two different desserts or having two different dishes.
0: I think about the scene from Ratatouille where he's (laughs) talking about the flavors, you know, and and there's the... The cheese and the berry. he's
1: got the strawberry and
0: the cheese and try them together and it's like a whole new world. That's exactly what it is,
1: yeah. 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 Because, you know, you, you try them apart and this is why I wanted to talk about cooking first before we talked about beer and food pairing because you know, while you're cooking, while you're um, creating maybe your homebrew, you should be tasting along the way, trying to figure out, oh, you know what, maybe I should add some salt or, oh, you know what, let's Mm -hmm. play a little bit more. Let's, let's add some tarragon Mm -hmm. or, oh, you know what, this is a little too much. You know, Mm -hmm. let's, let's dilute, let's add water, let's add beer something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Yeah.
0: Um, It's a really interesting thing. Um, I think most people just gravitate towards a style they like to drink whenever they go out and get food or make food. It's like, I'm going to make a dish. I like drinking X mm-hmm. and they just get their favorite one. Um, but to your point, you can really enhance what you're eating and what you're drinking. If you just mm-hmm. think about it a little bit, it doesn't take too much effort. It doesn't. Yeah. But What about like standard, you know, types of meals with the various styles? Is there a certain guidance on like what kinds of beers work well with what kinds of dishes it, similar to how like with wine red wines you know people think of uh, standard food or, or, or you right know, you don't meat. do
1: white with uh, meat you know right or yeah you're, you're, i mean d- i know yeah.
0: that and you can honestly drink whatever you want with anything but like there are guidelines that typically yeah. people will suggest but is there something like that for beer
1: oh yeah for sure so um like you're gonna use probably maybe like a half a bison all the way over to like a, maybe a pilsner when you're doing something like chicken okay um just because like a pilsner uh is light refreshing and kind of doesn't take away from anything in the chicken mm-hmm. like but also the carbonation can help you know cut away some of the things that's going on mm-hmm. in the meat what you're really wanting to look for in any type of pairing is what the spices are too so we're talking about like the 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 main course being the chicken or the beef or the fish or the pasta but you have to remember those things are cooked around like there are things Mm -hmm. around that that's Mm going to be uh, uh, affecting the flavors yeah that's the part where you're trying to actually pair with the beer Mm -hmm. um so you know if you're dealing with something that's high salinity like maybe do you want to lean into it and maybe Mm -hmm. go with a goza i don't know it Mm -hmm. depends or do you want to like pull back a little bit um, contrast with the salinity, you know, yeah. it really just depends. Um, in terms of just be all end all, like you just do this, you've heard it before. Um, dark beers are for roasts, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, you know, darker beers are also for, uh, for like, you know, those dense chocolate desserts. Um, lighter beers, more brighter beers are going to be for earlier on in the, in the, in the, in the meal, mm-hmm. but also not too bitter or else your mouth, is going to be kind of affected for the second course, for the main course. Like um, that salad pairing that I gave before with the arugula and the IPA, you want to give it in such a way where you're not just going to, you know, maybe you don't do a triple IPA because then your your uh, main course is going to be affected by your current state of your mouth uh, based on the, the high hop bitterness and maybe the arugula bitterness. So it's just, it has to do with what else is going on um, in the meal, um, what else is going on. Um, in the dish. so Yeah, totally.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I did, and this obviously maybe combines a few different topics we've mentioned before, but we did, um, about a year ago, a Lord of the Rings watch party where we watched all three extended edition Lord of the Rings movies. That's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. The extended version. Exactly. Yeah. But we, at the same time, had themed meals and a beer pairing for the entire thing. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. But it was fun to be like, all right, well, cuz there was three factors in play, right? It wasn't just the food and the beer, it was the food, the beer and the scene, the movie. So, it was oh, like Okay, great. So, we're going to, you know, in Hobbiton, and if you're not Lord of the Rings fans, this may not make sense to you, but You know, in Hobbiton, what are the the Hobbits eating? What kind of, you know, hearty meals are they drinking? Potatoes. Yeah, they have, like, pub (laughs) ales and stuff like that. So we got, like, an an English pub ale to have with our, like, brunch and breakfast. And then, obviously, as we got through the movie, different parts, we would bring in a lager here or a stout there, depending on what we were eating. And, again, what, you know, was happening in the scene. Because there are certain scenes you can actually drink um, very particular things that they actually are drinking in the movie you know Very like cool. there's in the halls of Rohan I think uh Gimli's just like stuffing his face with like bread and probably just some kind of lager you know some yeah, yeah. kind of like ale so we were just having that <laughs> uh, but it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun Jeez
1: yeah. br- bread and beer just I know just going just, for I mean, it you know. know gotta eat
0: right <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um and also last week I was talking about uh, how I was cooking um and actually ended up pairing each course so it was a lot of fun it wasn't all beer but for the for the first course um I had did a fondue a cheese fondue three cheeses it was gouda mm. smoked gouda for like the 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 character and then the fontina um and then also it was um Gruyere For like mm. the body It was a fantastic And then I actually Put in some white Dry white wine To help you know Bring that up uh, Like just another notch up And that The pot came back clean From my friends They, they just They Ugh. scraped it we up You gotta make that But I paired it with A uh, an, uh, What was called Amber okay. By Catoctin Breeze Vineyards And it's a mead Oh, interesting. and so I started off sweet. The yeah. sweet mead it was a lot. Of, it was honey forward, um, but it also had like a dry cidery finish mm-hmm. to it. Um, fantastic. Yeah. And I'm sorry I didn't get to give you any. But it's okay. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next year. Um, but that was a fantastic beer, uh, pairing because uh, I was using the kind of like distinct cheese flavors to be brought back by the sweetness of mm-hmm. the mead um, and the nuttiness of the plate of the cheese was also like kind of, uh, not only contrasted, but that was actually riffed on by the kind of nuttiness mm-hmm. of the uh, of the amber because of that.
0: Yeah, um, those are some strong cheeses. I mean, they're not crazy strong, but mm-hmm. I mean, Gruyere specifically is a pretty strong cheese. Fontina yep. has its own bite. So I can see that working really
1: well. Mm-hmm. And then having to rein it back in yeah. with the, mm-hmm. the amber, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, and actually, that also had, a, I actually did a sprinkle of nutmeg on there that really nice mm-hmm. and brightened it. It was fantastic. Dude, that sounds so good. I know, I know. <laughs> and I'll give, you, I'll, the recipes are posted on the video prior. So I'll, I'll uh, definitely check out those yeah. so you gonna have some fun with it um but then the next di- uh, course was the osso buco, mm-hmm. um which is uh, braised veal shanks and for that i paired unfortunately there wasn't enough beer to share so i had beer for this course but oh. <laughs> i i had to give wine to everyone else but this paired perfectly with a dry red mm-hmm. um that i got during my travels in france and germany last year mm-hmm. so i got to break open the cellar um but i paired it with because i uh, i actually cooked this one in a white wine um I went the opposite direction with beer to see how I could play around with it, and um, my friend had had gifted me a um, oh gosh, what was it? I forget. Uh, it, it was it was a, a beer. P- oh yeah, was it? I think it was. <laughs> um, it was a porter style. Okay. Um, similar to the uh, uh, the I think smoked porter that we had um, for the roast last week, um, but it wasn't it wasn't smoked this time. Mm-hmm. But it again perfectly uh, uh complementing each other like the flavor. You have the the deep malt backbone of the porter that's just uh accentuating the garlic and the um the the carrots and the celery and the onion just to bring out those meaty flavors um, and it really seeped into the bone marrow which was just like meat butter which is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um so good. and um was really nice too is that it had I sprinkled on a grimmelade, which mm. is uh, parsley, lemon zest, and garlic, um, which kind of lightens everything back up. Um, I, think, I, I think I added a little too much lemon to, to brighten it up a little bit too much, but again, that, that, the, the having the porter to bring it right back down, perfect. That's a great pairing. That's appearing. awesome. Um, and then for dessert, I made two different types of cupcakes, which was a vanilla cupcake with a standard buttercream, a more lighter one um, with strawberries. And then a chocolate a chocolate cupcake with a raspberry filling and a raspberry buttercream, something a little bit more decadent. Um, the buttercream, honestly, I was taking my finger to it, and I was just eating the buttercream. That was a fantastic
0: Dude, you must have been cooking all day.
1: I took a half day, and I started... Okay. Uh, yeah, I took okay. f- from one to seven I was cooking. That's awesome. Um, so what did you pair with those two? Oh, and also a tiramisu pudding. Oh my gosh, I dude. wanted... So so the dessert was a little a la carte, so, okay, um, okay. Yeah, so I wanted to give them some options. Lighter... Um, uh, and darker and then also just tiramisu. I, I don't know about you, but that's like just a fan favorite for me of me. So I good. love tiramisu. Yeah. Um, and for that one, we were doing like, a uh, some of my deeper, darker, up to 13% stouts that I still had left over from, there you go from, uh, from Germany. Um, that was a that was a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bet that probably gets
0: yeah. uh, after all those other options. <laughs> well, so remember,
1: so uh, when you're when you're pairing and when you're working with alcohol, remember that sweetness is cut by alcohol. So those higher percentage beers are always a nice pairing for the highly sweet things like buttercream, um, like mascarpone tiramisu, because it's just going to help you know, uh, you know complement, con- uh, not complement, contrast those things. Um, contrast that mouthfeel, contrast that uh, sweetness. So
0: I didn't know that. That's good to know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would never have thought that, but...
1: Well, now you can think about it all you want. <laughs> now I can I can believe. I've
0: seen it. I can believe.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Mike, let's go into the challenge for next week.
1: Yes. Uh, so the challenge for next week. Um, let's see. I'm going to actually come up with this on the fly. Okay. Um, so we talked a lot about cooking with beer we now we talked a little about pairing with beer uh come up with your own menu maybe maybe cook it maybe not but come up with let's just start with a three course develop your own beer menu or food beer and food pairing menu um, where you're specifically coming up with food based on beers you like because that way Maybe one day you can, you can experience it. Maybe one day you can cook it and have it at home and realize there is real value in pairing your food and your beer. Um, so, you know, it can be as easy as, all right, my, my three-course beer, uh, beer and food pairing is going to be that arugula salad with the IPA, and then I'm going to do maybe a beer can chicken um, with have a half of bison, um, and then followed by a dessert of, okay, so those were kind of like lighter things. So let's do a, um, a caramel tart uh, a salted caramel tart, with, uh let's do, let's do like a, 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 a well, it's lean into the salt. I want to lean into salt for that for some reason. But I have a feeling that having like a, a salty beer, like a Goza or a Lambic in general, is not going to be fun as a last beer. You know, yeah. see, see how I'm, I'm already like having fun. I'm already like thinking about how this could really affect what I'm going to buy, what I'm mm-hmm. going to experience. Have some fun with it. Do mm-hmm. one of these. Come up with your own three course. Explain why you chose the foods, why you chose the beer if you're leaning if you're starting with beer, why you chose the foods. If you're starting with foods, why you chose the beer to pair it with. Um, it's a lot of fun, it really is. I've done this with my with my parents a whole lot, is during uh, the times when I visit, usually they're already cooking dinner. And so I'm watching them cooking. I'm smelling the things that's coming off the stove, I'm smelling the things that's 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 cooking in the oven. And so I'm I'm actually already pouring. Usually it's mixed drinks, but now I'm also like coming coming out of my cellar that I have at the house and I'm like, okay, what, 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 what are you playing with here tonight, you know? It's, it's yeah, a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, So um, do one of those, yeah.
0: I like that. Come mm-hmm. up with a menu. Maybe I'll go back in the, in the archives, see if I can find that menu we did last year and see what kind of beer pairings we oh, came up do. with. Oh, please do. And then, again, Michael's menu from his Valentine's Day dinner is in the description of the previous episode, but we'll also link it again here below for you guys mm-hmm. um, to view and maybe get some inspiration from. Mm-hmm. But on that note, it is time to go. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the episode. Please, subscribe below we appreciate all the support you can like us on Facebook follow us on Instagram as always email us at leading at gmail.com we'll see you guys next week cheers